Welcome to Season 2 of the Pogel Podcast. I'm Matt Tarka, producer of the Pogel Podcast for the Pogel Project. Pogel stands for Process-Oriented Guided Inquiry Learning, a student-centered approach that guides students in constructing their own understanding of content and helps them develop important skills such as teamwork, communication, critical thinking, and problem-solving. The Pogel Podcast is an ongoing conversation from the Pogel Project that celebrates innovative educators both in and out of the classroom. For our seventh episode this season, we will focus on the fifth goal of Pogel's strategic plan, which is networking and strategic collaboration. Today, co-host Alex Gruschow, who is a professor of chemistry at Ryder University and chair of the Department of Chemistry and Biochemistry, interviews Dr. Joanne Roque, assistant professor of chemistry at the University of Puerto Rico at Calle. We also have Dr. Joyce Easter, Dean of the Batten Honors College of Virginia Wesleyan University and Professor of Chemistry and Chair of Pogel's National Conference to Advance Pogel Practice, or NCAP, in 2023. She is also the Chair of Pogel's Strategic Plan Working Group titled Embracing Equity, Targeted Recruitment. Joanne and Joyce, thank you for being here today to discuss the importance of this strategic goal. And Alex, I will pass the baton over to you. This season, we will explore the inner workings of the Pogel Project. The project, it turns out, is not just about creating materials and disseminating them to the broader educational community. There are many other activities that people in the organization undertake to promote the mission of the project. We'll talk with educators around the country who work to steer and shape various aspects of the project. Through different episodes this season, listeners will learn about the many opportunities to participate in the workings of the project. In this episode, I will be talking with Joanne Roquet and Joyce Easter. Joyce teaches at Virginia Wesleyan University, and Joanne is at University of Puerto Rico, Calle. Both Joanne and Joyce lead working groups for the Pogel Project that are related to developing strategic collaborations. Welcome to you both. Thank you, Alex. It's good to be here. Thank you as well. It's good to be here too. So in earlier episodes, we discussed how the working groups of the project stem from the strategic plan. Joyce, can you describe for our listeners what is meant by strategic collaboration and what is it that this working group is seeking to accomplish? Yes, thank you, Alex. Strategic collaborations are relationships between the Pogel Project and other organizations that are productive for both organizations. This working group was established three years ago to contribute to goal five of the strategic plan, which focuses on the sustainability and growth of the project. Our working group seeks to identify and establish relationships with organizations that further the Pogel Project mission while being mutually beneficial to both organizations. In the first year, the focus was on identifying organizations that offer the most productive opportunities for dissemination of Pogel pedagogy, as well as developing strategic um, approaches to providing um, presentations or workshops at conferences of various professional organizations. But this has now expanded to include other collaborations beyond dissemination of Pogel pedagogy. Okay, so what are the key characteristics of these organizations that we're looking to collaborate with? and what's our goal in developing them? Yeah, ideally we want to develop collaborations with other organizations that have a mission that is aligned with and complements the Pogel Project mission. The Pogel Project is involved in a number of initiatives, which means we have potential collaborators in a number of areas. 
including teaching materials, professional development, professional network, and dissemination. For example, last year we established a relationship with the Learning Assistant Alliance, which is an organization with which we share some members. Due to this collaboration, we have presented workshops at their International uh, Learning Assistant Conference, and they have presented at the National Conference to Advance Bogle Practitioner. Um, we hope to expand this collaboration further in the coming year. Um, Joanne, I want to turn it over to you. Your group is also working on developing strategic collaborations, but it has a specific purpose to the project. So can you tell us a little bit about what kind of collaborations your team is trying to develop? Yes, thank you, Alex. Um, so my group, it's um, targeted recruitment. So what we're trying to accomplish is to recruit faculty who work specifically at minority serving institutions, for example, or even faculty who are considered to be um, minority faculty members, because we want to expand the diversity of the project. So our group focuses on recruiting faculty from those groups. Okay, so, and you're Hispanic, and so you, you've become a strong supporter of the POGO project. Can you tell our listeners about how you got introduced to POGOL and you know how that relates to your background? Yes, of course. So I started uh, working with the project four years ago when I started working at Westminster College in Utah. And that's how I got introduced to the project. And um, what they do is they, their department uses a lot of POGOL. Um, in their classrooms. So they taught me how to use it. They introduced me to it. And I had that support system in place at my department. So it was a very atypical way of being introduced to the project. Um, I know that other people do not experience it that way. So um, I really loved it. And that's why I kept trying to find ways in which I could continue collaborating with the project. And I ended up um, attending the PNMs last year and yeah that's why i'm here today so um why is it uh important then for the project to develop the kinds of collaborations your team is working on given how you were i mean you were introduced by your department um you know what's what's important about the kind of strategic collaborations that you're talking about so like I mentioned, it was a very atypical way of, of being introduced to the project. And I know not everybody has that support system in place. I mean, everybody in my department uses it. So whenever I had student pushback, I could talk to my colleagues and ask them like, how do we deal with these? What should I do? How can I change? So it was pretty, I wouldn't say the easiest thing to do, but it was more manageable that way. So. I feel like with my group, trying to find people who look like me, for example, will help us create a support system for those faculty members who don't have as much support as I used to when I started using Podio. So I think it's, it's really important our work in expanding and finding other people who will feel comfortable using Podio in their classrooms and know that they have someone to rely on like I did when I started using it. So really, this is de about developing a support network for what kind of groups are we talking about here? Um, can you tell us the kind of groups that your team is working to collaborate with? I mean, not necessarily specific, but what kind of, what do we want to get out of this? 
Yeah, of course. So we're trying to reach out to professional associations or groups that um, whose aim is to increase diversity. Um, for example, societies in science, for example, that are for faculty who are from minority uh, backgrounds and or groups that are trying to bring in more diversity to their group, um, for example. So we have some that we're collaborating with, but we're trying to create a stronger collaboration with them. So um, right now, uh, but that's a kind of um, group that we're trying to collaborate with those that again are meant to increase diversity in um, college. We're focusing on college right now with the um, purpose of expanding in the future, but we're trying to you know, start with one step at a time and then expand right. to other groups. It, and, and this is really to, to uh, help support faculty in underrepresented, uh, not necessarily just at underrepresented, you know, institutions that serve underrepresented minorities, but basically all faculty in this in this area, with the hope, I guess, of also working with students as well. Yes, so um, we're trying to address both. We're trying to recruit faculty members from minority serving institutions whose um, purpose is to serve um, underrepresented students. We have HBCUs, HSIs, which is where I'm working right now, um, one of them. And we're trying to recruit faculty of color as well um, who not necessarily work at those kinds of institutions because the final goal is to support our students as well, right? If we have faculty from underrepresented groups who look like me, for example, we can support our students, um, our minority students. Um, so that's one of the main goals of my group. Okay, Joanne, so you've used a number of little acronyms there to describe some of your organizations. Can you tell uh, our listeners what you mean by HSI and HBCU, et cetera? Yes, so um, I was talking about MSIs, which are minority serving institutions, and those include HSIs, which are Hispanic serving institutions, and HBCUs, which are historically black colleges and universities. And the idea of those colleges in particular is that their number of underrepresented students will be quite high. So compared to a predominantly white institution, they're going to have way more students of color. So that's why that's one of our targets, because we want to make sure that we are also supporting students from those populations. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Thank you. So Joyce, I, I want to turn it back to you. In order to develop these collaborations with, you know, organizations, you know, people within the Pogo project need to reach out. How, how is this done? How do, how do we get connected? I think you alluded to this a little bit at the beginning. So I think that this really depends on the organization that we are trying to establish a partnership with. With an organization with which we don't already know someone in their leadership or in their membership, one of our working group members has reached out to the leadership in that target organization to start the conversation. In some cases, we have members of the Pogo community who are members of an organization or members of a leadership team in the organization, and they make the initial contact. Ultimately, members of our working group and the national office meet with the representatives from that organization um, to discuss the potential ways in which we can collaborate. 
Depending on what that collaboration entails, we may then need assistance from other members of the Pogo community. So as the collaboration develops, we reach out to members with the expertise that we need to further that joint project between organizations. Okay. As we have talked with other working group leaders from the Pogo podcast, we've learned that you know many of the working groups meet during the PM and they organize and develop their plans. Um, but there's there's always work that's going on throughout the year. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what happens throughout the rest of the year? Yes, our main focus after the target organization has been identified is to communicate with that organization. And then, of course, it really varies from organization to organization, but we have to then take the, ne the next steps that are necessary to uh, carry out each of the initiatives that we might have with those organizations. So it could be planning and facilitating a workshop. It could be providing uh, content for an organization's newsletter. Um, it could be any number of tasks that help to further and develop that, the relationship with that or organization. There's also a fair share of research involved throughout the year um, as we research a particular um, organization or potential ways in which we can collaborate. So different um, things have to be done throughout the year in order to further develop those relationships. Okay. Uh, Joanne, do you, do you have anything to add to this? Yes. So our um, strategy is very similar to what Joyce described, but we also meet every month. Um, our group meets every month to kind of discuss what we have accomplished, how we can move forward, what associations we've identified. And we also meet with um, leaders from other groups if necessary. Last year I met with Joyce and to talk about ways that we could collaborate with them um, and not only just like, you know, start uh, doing rain bed to the wheel, you know, like we, we have people who know what they're doing and have done it before. So we uh, try to create a set of guidelines that we can use throughout the year, you know, on our own so that we can reach out to those associations and keep in touch uh, with them. And after several exchanges with a particular group who showed a lot of interest in, in collaborating with us, we were able to offer a one hour fundamentals workshop for them. So we were able to accomplish that in a few months. So we were pretty excited about that. Well, that's cool. So there's things moving forward when we're, and we're getting stuff out there. So I want to talk a little bit more about uh, connections to other working groups. I mean, clearly, as you said, these two groups have a lot of similarity because they're both about uh, strategic uh, collaborations. Um, but there's got to be some other synergies with other activities in the Pogo project. Can you talk a little bit about uh, other teams that you've been working with in more detail? Yeah, this also really depends on the specific collaboration that we're involved in and the direction that that particular collaboration is taking. But we have collaborated with workshop facilitators. It's probably the most common um, one that we have in our particular group. Um, but also uh, we collaborate with the, um, or the conference organizers for the national conference to advance global practice. We also uh, participated with or are planning to um, collaborate with the E-Series organizers um, in a collaborative session uh, with our organization, another organization, and um, also um, some potential crossover with the Pogol Activity Clearinghouse as we think about uh, collaborative um, activities that might involve the materials, um, making uh, creating more teaching materials. So that might be a, a further synergy that might happen with us as well. All right. And Joanne, do you have anything to add there? 
So uh, we, um, like I mentioned earlier, we talked uh, with Joyce and her uh, group, and we also work closely with the mentoring group, the addressing equity, uh, particularly the mentoring group, because they're developing their mentoring program, which is something that um, really interests us because it's not only about recruitment, we also want to make sure that whoever we recruit has a, a support system, which is what that particular group is trying to accomplish. So more than reaching out to everybody, we're focusing on, on working closely with the mentoring program right now. Okay, excellent. So if someone's new to the Pogo community and um, they don't have a chance to get to a PNM, but they're interested in helping the project build these connections, how can they help out? I would say if there's somebody who has a connection with an organization that they think is a potential strategic partner and you're interested in particularly in initiating a conversation between Pogel and that organization, um, we would welcome your information so that we could uh, establish potentially or at least look into that potential collaboration. Also, if uh, you're somebody new to the project and you're interested in helping with any of our ongoing collaborations, we'd be uh, happy to welcome you to the team as well. And uh, Joanne, I would imagine that as you have particularly underrepresented people sort of joining in the project, having them act as mentors to you know, even new people, is that something that you guys are looking to also build? Yes, yes, um, of course we are looking, not my group in particular, um, because that would be the mentoring um, group, but yeah, if you're interested in mentoring anyone, um, if you want to join the portal group and you feel unsure, you can always reach out to us because uh, we have resources for you. And I want to echo what Joyce uh, mentioned. If you know uh, specific groups who are trying to increase diversity, they don't necessarily have to be for diverse people. You know, they it can be one of their goals and you think that we can collaborate with them. I'll really appreciate if you reach out to us, if you want to help in any way, if you know someone who's trying to get into Pogil, but they don't have a support system, uh, let them know that we're here for them because that's our focus, not only bring them in, but support them and make sure that they they feel welcome and that they can do these. Um, I, I don't want to say on their own because they're, they're going to have us, so they have someone to rely on. Right, and I mean, that's, that's one of the things about working with the Pogil project nobody actually works alone on any one of these tasks. It's always a group effort. And I think, you know, if, if people are interested, you can find out information about it at the website, www.pogel.org, because each of the working groups is sort of outlined there. And, you know, there's information about uh, how to contact Joanne or Joyce if you wanted to get involved. Um, I really want to thank the both of you for taking the time to discuss uh, and share your experiences uh, with the PNM and with your working groups uh, to our larger audience. So please tune in to more uh, podcasts this season for more details on all the activities of the Pogo Project and how you can become involved with this community of practitioners. Thanks to all of you for listening to today's conversation on the Pogo Podcast. For additional details on how you can engage with the Pogel Project or its working groups, contact Associate Director Marcy Dubroff at marcy.dubroff at pogel.org. That's M-A-R-C-Y dot D-U-B-R-O-F-F -F at pogel.org.
The Pogel Project is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. If you would like to make a donation so we can keep providing podcasts, low-cost workshops, and classroom materials, please visit www.pogel.org backslash donate. Intro and outro music of our podcast is produced by Pogel practitioner Wayne Pearson. Please join us next time when we interview the 2022 winners of Pogel's Early Achievement Award, also known as the Peach Award, as well as the project's first impact award. Until then, enjoy your week.